Let's get it. What's up? What's up, Coop? How you doing, my guy? As always, surviving and thriving. How are you? I'm good, man. I love to hear that. Well, Coop, our Memphis Grizzlies have been in a lot of headlines lately. I don't know if like you've seen any of it, but uh, Zach Kleiman, our general manager, gave the Brooklyn Nets a call about the future Hall of Famer, Kevin Durant. And 24 hours after that news dropped, you and I are going crazy, texting all day about like what the hell is going on. We're on and off the phone. Then the Brooklyn Nets general manager, Sean Marks, announces that KD is staying in Brooklyn next season. So the last 48 hours have been absolutely crazy in the NBA as a whole. Like these have been both uh, groundbreaking stories. And I'm going to be honest and open up later in the podcast. The last 48 hours have been the craziest of my life personally. And we'll get into that later. But first, my initial reaction to seeing the KD news yesterday was who did we offer for him? Yes, there was swirling, like, should we do it? Should we not? What would this team look like? How would we get this done? But my first thought is who did we offer? Desmond Bain or Jaron Jackson? Come to find out, we offer neither, which is great news, especially now that it's not happening. There's going to be no turmoil with this team going into next season. But Coop, what was your first reaction to all of this news yesterday? Dude, I was so excited. You sent me that, and we got to talk on the phone for a little bit, dude. I was like, let's go. Katie's coming. And then was listening to the 92.9 on the way to work. Um, Sorry, I can't remember the name of the show. So sorry, whoever was I was listening to. Um, but uh, they sat there and they said they reported afterwards that the Grizzlies, uh, the only thing the Grizzlies said was that we're not willing to put Desmond Bain or Jaron Jackson in. And I was like, that's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, that's awesome. I was like, so technically this means that the Grizzlies aren't the ones releasing this news and information because mm-hmm. they wouldn't have said that. Um, but obviously – you and I both know there was no way that trade was getting done without a Desmond Banner or Jaron Jackson involved. Um, and the people out there saying, yeah, go ahead, get rid of Jaron Jackson. This is Kevin Durant. Get rid of Jaron Jackson. I, I won't even blink an eye at Jaron Jackson. Like, he can't stay on the court. He can't do that. I'm sorry. What? Absolutely. Like, I love KD. Like, no if ands, or buts about it. I love Kevin Durant. You've already said it. Future Hall of Famer. Best scorer of our generation if not of all time, mm-hmm. um, he's awesome. Like him and John Morant next to each other, regardless of what the rest of the team looks like, automatic championship contender, like mm-hmm. top of the line championship contender. We we usurp all the other people. We're, we're right there. Mm-hmm. I I agree. Um, I <laughs> Yeah, the, the whole like let's move off Jaron, like that's a no-brainer. That never made sense to me. The real debate, no. because I'm so glad you said this, there is this deal was not getting done if we didn't give up Jaron or Desmond Bain. So like, I mean, I hate to like bust people out of fantasy land, but I promise you the Brooklyn Nets were not taking uh, Zaire Williams, some picks, Santi Aldama, Dylan Brooks, and all the rest of whatever the hell else we could give them. This is a team that declined Jalen Brown and multiple first from the Boston trade. Like, Jalen Brown is an up and coming superstar. So they're not, they're not going to be happy with just our, you know, bottom of the barrel role players right now. And my thing with this whole situation is I could have been happy either way. 
the thing that I found myself wrestling with the most was I actually value Jaron a lot more than I thought I did. Because whenever I was thinking Desmond or Jaron, which one would it have to be? I couldn't decide. And Desmond's coming off a most improved campaign that who knows, can he average close to 25 points next year? I mean, that is a real conversation right now. And Jaron Jackson, I think about the all defensive team he made and how shit our defense was without him. That That's why I was leaning that way. Like you were with, uh, if we're going to make the Kevin Durant trade. Exactly. And I was one of those people that I'm like, if you can keep your core three of Jaron, Ja, and Desmond, let's go for it. If you can keep those three and find a way to get Kevin Durant, which you already alluded to, they're not taking Brandon Clark, Zaire Williams, five first round picks, Danny Green's contract. Like they're not taking that. Like mm-hmm. this is Kevin Durant. They declined offers. They said that they didn't like Phoenix's offer of Mikhail Bridges, Cam Johnson, a buttload of picks. And I think more players they, because they were like, it's not Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. I, I hate to bring it to you. Devin Booker would be the second or third best player on our team. So if we're not giving up the two guys that are our second or third best player on this team, we're not getting Kevin Durant. And so the only thing I really took away from this whole wild 48 hour roller coaster that Kevin Durant's put the whole NBA on again is I'm glad the Grizzlies picked up the phone because you and I were both talking about you you were the 56 and uh, 26 last year, second best team in the NBA kind of fell out, injuries kind of plagued you, COVID kind of messed you up against that Warriors series. The Warriors just beat you. They were they were future NBA champs. You ran into a Bucks all. Mm. What were you going to do? Because we've seen four rookies come into the fold, and you're like, what are we doing here? Like, we were just contenders. You lost two key pieces to your eight- to ten-man rotation and belt. Kyle, what are we doing? Like, mm. are we just going to take a step back and keep doing our thing, or are we going to shoot for a window? Mm-hmm. Them, them even picking up the phone to kick the tires on Kevin Durant just shows us that they were willing to they, – they see their window. And Absolutely. I think – I'm of the mindset that our window's further than people are giving it credit for. I understand Jaws' contract's not kicked in yet. When that does, it's going to hurt. Desmond's obviously making 1.5 mil right now, so that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, like, I get what they're saying. Like, you're not going to be able to have as good of depth as we've had. But at the end of the day, you're not playing 15 guys in the NBA Finals. Like, you're not. I, and I don't mean to be rash or anything like that, but just, like – exact, gonna... Exactly. And, like, that's why, like – my cousin was texting me this morning about what I thought about it. Shout out Brandon Van Cleve. But he had told me – he was like, I don't value those picks right now because we have so much young talent on the roster. Yeah. Like, you know – and I, I had to agree with him. I'm like – those picks, I didn't even give a second thought yesterday, did you? Yeah. No, no. I didn't either. And they, like, they said, like, po- five possible. I was like, trade them all. I don't give a yeah. – I don't care. Like <laughs> Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, those picks just to us, like, don't mean anything. Because, like, especially with me and you, I honestly value our second-round picks more than I value our first-round picks. Because of the way we've drafted, we draft so well anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't really matter if we have – the number two pick or if we have the number, like, you know what I mean? Like we've done so well with our picks and to be honest, we're going to be a really good team regardless of where we finish. That pick's not going to be in a lottery. That pick's not valuable whatsoever. And like, 
And that second round paycheck is going to fit a lot better around Jaws' $193 million contract that fits in next year and Jaron's $100 million contract that's already kicked in because we're going to have, we're not going to be able to afford paying, you know, first round draft picks. And like you said, bro, we're not getting a lottery pick anytime soon. So we're moved into full on contention mode. Up to this point, I feel like we were in building a contender. I feel like we're there. I hope our roster's not done. I hope it's not. But if it is, I still feel like we can compete in the Western Conference. I don't know if we're a true contender. In my opinion, we're not right now with the roster as it currently is. But, you know, we'll roll the dice. We have 12. We have Jaron. We have Desmond Bain. And hopefully Tripp can uh, recover. I, I don't know. That's That's how I'm looking at it. No, I I'm one thousand percent with you. I definitely think we're we're definitely contenders. We're we've moved out of the. We have a really nice rebuild going. We're definitely in that phase of we're contending. Mm-hmm. Um, and this just further solidifies that. Like just the fact that it's the Grizzlies called to ask about the KD thing. Okay, that's all you need to hear. Like we're not sitting there saying we're going to rely on the four rookies. And when I'm saying four rookies, I'm talking Kennedy, Vince Williams. Um, Laravia and Roddy, we're not counting on those guys to be our John Morant. We're mm-hmm. counting on those guys to just be depth players, develop them, and keep doing what we've been doing for so long. Yeah. Um, but I've always sat there and been like, why did we take four rookies? Like, why did we draft four times? Like, you and I talked leading up to the draft, like, the entire time leading up to the draft. I think we're going to trade these picks. I think we're going to trade them, go all in on one player, get a player that fits our rotation perfectly. And we're just going to keep going. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then we draft four players. Exactly. Like, What's going on? But just yeah. for them to even kick the tires, it makes me think that they're sitting there saying, we can go all in. Maybe not to the extent of you lose all your depth and you ruin your future, but, like, we can go in enough to where we can be right there to compete. And it just takes one or two players, um, which makes me even more excited than I already was because you know I was already giddy for yeah, the season to start. Yeah. So, like <laughs> – <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm pumped, and I love the fact that we're even like I just love to see the Grizzlies on like the front page news saying that they're kicking the tires on a KD potential KD trade. So yeah, absolutely, and like nobody's name was in there. Like I said earlier, there's no like drama going into the season about Desmond yeah. being chopped around or Jaron being chopped around or whatever. That was the best possible Kevin Durant Grizzlies report we could possibly have. Thanks. So I mean, I mean that's that's fun in my opinion, and. It, it was fun while it lasted, man. And who would have thought that, like, a little uh, a little city in Memphis would be in contention for a future Hall of Famer? How well that we have rebuilt this franchise, or Zach Kleiman has rebuilt yeah. this franchise, and Taylor Jenkins and John Morant and all the young guys we have to put us in contention for that. I posted a video just about the whole report yesterday involving, you know, what if John KD uh, paired up? I was going through my TikTok comments last night. And I saw a comment that really pissed me off and it was really, (laughs) and usually like whenever people like make fun of me, like my looks or anything, like I don't even like, it doesn't even bother me at this point anymore. But this one was about our franchise coop. And when you talk about our franchise in a low light, it really bugs me. And this kid had just commented like, Oh my God, what a desperate team. And I was like, no, wait a minute. We are the farthest thing from desperate. We are not the Lakers right now. We're not the Knicks right now. 
we're coming off a number, number two seed in the Western Conference. We don't have to make this move. And guess what? We didn't. We didn't make a knee-jerk reaction. So that's what pissed me off. Because do you think there's anything desperate about our team? Because I don't feel that way whatsoever. No. Desperate is you seen – Sorry, I was about to. I'm about to Go crap ahead. on the Timberwolves again. <laughs> Desperate is what you see when you see uh, all in trade for Rudy Gobert that literally cripples your entire franchise's future. That's desperate. Now, <laughs> if the Grizzlies, if you see front page news, Grizzlies oh, we're trade never let we're never let that deal go, no, dog. We're I never won't. let that shit no, go. I, I don't give I don't give a I damn if they win won't. a championship, bro. <laughs> Dude, and yeah. I, I just wish I know T Wolves fans won't be watching this, but God, I wish the comments would come back because they're they're so funny. Man. Yeah. No, dude. Now if we saw frontline trade Kevin Durant to Memphis for Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain, Zaire Williams, Dylan Brooks, five first round picks, that's knee jerk. That's mm. that's bad. That's desperate. But we wouldn't do that. What's crazy is the fact that this even got leaked because you know good and well, as you and I always say, we don't know what Zach Collins doing. Like, I mean, it just is what it is. He's and got like, them cards tucked in at all times, man. Tight. Nobody knows what the hell he's doing, man. Exactly. So, no, there's absolutely nothing desperate about us. I mean, that's just not even like anywhere close to an adjective I would use to describe this franchise right now. <laughs> absolutely, man. Me either. Um, that's about all the news I got for the Grizzlies right now. Do you have anything else before I get into all this other ish? No, I don't. I do have one trivia question for you, though. Oh, that let's involves, get it. Let's get it. That let's involves fun. our Grizz. Um, a little fun one for you. I think you're going to get it just because I know you and how diehard of a Grizz fan are. But it kind of involves one player from a team that we have right now. So, I, And there's two players. So there are two players tied for the single game – three-point record for the Memphis Grizzlies. Can you name those two players, Jack? And one of them's current, you said. One of them is current. Desmond Bain. Dylan Brooks. That was my that was my guess to my coworker who uh, gave me this trivia question, but uh, it is not Dylan Brooks. Single game, three-point record. I'll let you know this. The, I think the record was nine. Three point three pointers in a game. Jesus, dude. <laughs> Trying to think of the roster. Um, shooters, it, it's not Ja. I would remember Ja hit damn three. Yeah, uh, three pointers. <laughs> Jaron, I mean, he got hot, but nine, nine yeah, for J- Trip. It is Trip. So Trip's one of the two. Um, okay. With I think he was nine of seventeen against the Bucks when he had forty three points. Oh God, um, yeah. Yeah, and I think he went like seven of fifteen or something like that, or seven of thirteen in the third quarter alone. So like, Trip had Trip had the game because I said yeah. Dylan, and I think Dylan's best game is seven or eight. And I yeah, said Dylan because I, I like, knew Dil- Dylan was going to get so. him up. He was probably seven of yeah. like twenty eight from twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> but, but can you name me the other one? The other one, you're as soon as I tell you the name, you're going to be like, oh, duh. But it, it's not current, right? Not current. Not in the NBA anymore. Retired player. Mike Miller. Mike Miller. So, Mike Miller and Jaron Jackson. I thought that was a fun one, especially since we're talking about Tripp and Bane. I was like, I know he's going to say Bane first because I said Bane first. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go I'm going to Dylan Brooks. (laughs) We must be co-hosts or something. (laughs) Yeah, 1,000%. But I just think that's awesome. And that's another thing for, like, all the people out there saying, oh, get rid of Jaron. He can't even be on the court. 
when he is, he's one of your best players. Like, he's easily your second best player. I mean, defensive player of the year potential, and he's out there and he can drain nine threes in the game. Yes, obviously he's not draining nine threes consistently, but, like, he's one of our best players and he's one of our most important players. So I would hate to lose Jaron exactly. for, like, something like that. And he single-handedly takes your team's defense from middle of the pack to bottom of the barrel. He takes, like, you know, 15 to 30th ranked defense all the way to a top 10 defense. So he's that important. He's that much of an X factor for not only our defense, our team as a whole, especially with him having a three point record. I mean, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Just single game. That's just single game. He was dueling Giannis, and I'm pretty sure we still lost. Yeah. But it is what it is. Dude, I love that, man. That was fun. Let's get into some like semi uh, serious stuff. Cooper probably should have told you I was going to get into this, but this, I mean, none of this you don't know anyway. So, yeah. Um, Sunday morning, I woke up. Uh, I, I lived or I lived in Starkville, Mississippi. I was attending Mississippi State for graduate school. I got my degree, my bachelor's degree back in December. Um, has nothing to do with sports, has nothing to do with editing or any type of that. But I woke up Sunday and I've had the privilege for the past couple of weeks to wrestle around with the idea of moving into this full time. Um, I, I don't have a massive amount of income from all of this. I do have a small amount of income that is some form of livable. And that's all thanks to you guys and watching and um, interacting with my content. So that's why I say I have the privilege of thinking about that and wrestling with that idea. Thanks to y'all. Um, Sunday, I decided to go through with it. Uh, I, I drove home, uh, told my mother she was disappointed, surprised, but she um, she was willing to uh, willing to take me in if I paid rent. And I told her, give me 12 months, I will be able to move out um, and I will pay back every penny of of this lease we just signed in Starkville for the remainder of the year. Um, I've got that some somewhat sublease, which basically means I can have somebody else move into it and pay me for it. Um, but going to dad was different. He, uh, he had an interesting reaction, which justifiably so he's paid for my education, education for a long time. And I I really can't thank my parents enough for that, but, um, I'm sorry. Also, sorry, I'm rambling, but I'm sorry if you're my close friend and I haven't told you only a handful of people in the entire world know that I, I am not no longer in school right now. I'm pursuing this full time. Um, Cooper, I just, I can't thank you enough for supporting me on this. Everybody else who has supported me on this, I promise we're going to, we're going to look back at this video at this moment. This is why I'm doing it on camera. Um, and we're, I, I'm going to smile one day because I think we can build this as a community. Um, as, as a viewer, I thank you for being able to, you know, helping me be able to make this decision and be in this position right now. Um, Cooper Cooper does this on the whim of his time. Um, I'm unable to pay him right now, and I'm not asking for money. I'm just say, I'm just saying that to glorify Cooper and the time he takes right now. So I'm extremely thankful for him as well. But yeah, so that's where I'm at right now. So it's gonna be an it's been an interesting two days. Um, woke up quite a quite a few thousand dollars in debt, but I'm gonna figure it out. And I we're gonna we're gonna take this thing to the moon. I can't wait for next season, dog. Yes, sir. Just like our grids, we're going to grind it out, baby. Yeah. Grind it out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but, yeah, 
I don't know, man. I'm, I'm super, I'm super, super excited, bro. And you and I are in the same city again. So we get to chop it up. We're going to have some in-person pods. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to get this thing, get this thing moving. Cause there's no doubt in my mind, we can get where we want to get. And that's all thanks to you guys. There's, there's new merch coming in real soon, new designs, everything that's, we're going to have a hundred percent of our time to this. And I promise you're going to see the results. And I just think, can't thank you guys enough again, Cooper, but, uh, you got you got anything else to say about anything about our Grizzlies or anything? Because we can get off here, we can stay on. What you want to do? Nah, that's that's all I got. That's a good way to end it. Yeah, heard, heard, heard. GNG, go Grizz, Grizz talk. Obviously, we're gonna be here every week. Thank God we're not talking about like trading Desmond Bain or Jared Jackson right now. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we'll never talk okay. about that. Yeah, it did give us something to talk about for a pod though, at least. Um, yeah. We'll be back here normal time next week. I know this is a weird drop time just with everything, all the moving parts this week. We had to record it at a different time, but it's going to be out um, every Thursday uh, from here on out. So thank you all so much. Be sure to like and subscribe. Coop, bro, thank you so much. Thank you, dog. Hope you have a good night, my friend. I can't, I almost forgot to say that shit. My God. Yes, sir. You too.